Hey movers, it's Keisha, and welcome to the Homesick to Happy Movers podcast. This is a place where you'll find tips, tricks, and advice on all things moving and related to the move. So if you are planning a move, if you move today, or even if you moved 10 years ago, you are welcome here and you will find lots of value here. And not only that, but we have a Facebook group too, which we do giveaways. It's called Homesick to Happy Movers. Check it out. There's lots of extra videos as well as there's a YouTube channel for Homesick to Happy Movers. So come connect with us and let's jump into the conversation. Hey friends, welcome. For those of you who don't know me, hi, I'm Keisha, nice to meet you. And I help people who are moving or have moved to adjust that all that comes with a move and life after the move. And we talk about making connections, friendships, feeling at home in new areas, and more. And today, my friend Tara is here with us to share about her moving experiences. Tara, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Well, my name is Tara Lee Hills. I'm commonly known as the mom of many because I'm currently expecting baby number 11. And I'm so excited to share with you today about how we did a big family move because that's kind of unique. Moving is stressful, right? Like it's got its own bag. But my interesting twist is because I help big family moms overcome struggles, grow by grace. That's my heart focus right now. So I love that I get to share about the move because I was just telling Keisha like, no one's ever really asked me about my moving experience before I got kind of emotional revisiting some of those memories because yeah it's been a journey so thank you for having me yeah I'm glad I'm excited for our conversation so what was life like when you made your first big family move well I was expecting baby number eight this would have been 2015 we had been renting for years just a couple different rentals um growing our family was growing like three under three five under five seven under seven and I was expecting baby number eight and we bought our first home so that was also a big deal like oh no what have we done we just took on the biggest debt of our life you know so it's a little nerve-wracking as well and we were going to be moving like about 40 minutes away but what was also happening at the time was actually the most stressful year of my life and just to give a little quick con- like just highlights from the year my parents separated went through an international level media firestorm with me at the center which i was not looking for uh anybody could google my name and you probably find out pretty quick what happened so <laughs> i'm not going to get into that all seven of my children came down with whooping cough oh no. point, uh, which was tied to the the media storm i went through a church split <laughs> oh my gosh what else i just was like oh these are just the highlights right yeah so those are the highlights um there was more there was more but like it's more personal kind of stuff just relationship stuff so sometimes you know when it rains it pours and in the midst of that we bought our first house so that was just like oh my gosh throw it on the pile of crazy so 2015 was one of those years that when Jan- when like December 31st 2015 came I was like good riddance 2015 I can never see you again you know, like, honestly, even compared to 2020, 2021, what it's been like, at least for us personally, 2015 still takes first place of the hardest year I've personally walked through. Mm. That was life when I made my first big family move. So we bought in 2015 when I was pregnant number eight. And we had a five month 
gap between moving and um, buying and moving because the house was um, an 1885, it wasn't just a restoration, this was a complete redo from the inside out because um, it was a horror show on the inside. <laughs> it was a dead dog in the backyard in a suitcase. Like, oh no, who lived here before, you know, God bless him, but they were, um, there was, there was addiction, there was stuff, there was a lot of drama, there was a lot of crime. So there was a lot of stuff in the house that was even like creepy kind of evidence of just really dysfunctional lifestyle. So the home was trashed from the inside, but ironically, the bones were really good. And my husband is a handyman by trade. My dad had just separated from my mom and he was bored and kind of lost. And he's like, can we just fix your house? And I was like, yes, you may. So on the weekends, my dad and my husband lived in like a trailer in a Canadian winter. It's really cold. They made it. I think they just ate like craft dinner and pie for the whole, we both put on 20 pounds that winter, <laughs> pure carbs and sugar. And then they just worked their buns off 11 hours a day on the weekend and got the house ready to move by the spring. So wow. that was my first big family move. I was two months out from having baby number eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's the important thing to to notice is that like usually there there's stuff going on in the background when we move, and moving is stressful and it's like an added stressor onto what's already going. Yeah. So, how did you feel about moving for the first for for that time? Well, because of everything I just shared, like the backstory, it was actually a relief. It even though it was stressful to. How do you pack up a house with, you know, my husband was gone on the weekend. So I was doing all the packing on my own, you know, kind of here and there little, okay, it's nap time. I'll go pack for an hour. Okay. The kid's gone to bed. I'll go pack for an hour uh, and deciding what to keep. And, you know, cause we had only ever rented before. So it's like, are we going to need to buy? You know, there's a lot of unknown. So I was, I had that, but I was mostly excited because I think psychologically it represented a new leaf for me. Yes. Like just... I can start over. And then maybe, maybe it was vain, wishful thinking. I was like, maybe if we just make a big life change, I can start over. I can hit reset inside of me on all the stress and the pain and the drama of life. And because I'd gone through, like I said, an international media storm, I was being um, noticed in my neighborhood. People would be like, oh, I saw you on TV or, oh, I saw you on the news or I saw you in the local paper. And it was like, either you loved me or you hated me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm, a, I'm a very introverted person by nature. And I mean, walking around with seven kids is already like just taking them to the park or the grocery store is going to draw attention. And sometimes, you know, just having people ask me my personal life story while I'm just trying to get groceries is kind of right. like, could I please just not have a conversation? I just want to be like a normal person who goes through society. But right. I realize with seven plus kids, I, I don't look normal. When they're like, is this a daycare? You know, these are all your children. And you're like trying to be gracious and Christian about it. So I was actually really glad to leave Dodge and start over and just sort of re- and honestly be anonymous because I yes. was ready to turn over a new leaf. Uh, and when we moved in the neighborhood, it's um there's more retired demographic in our neighborhood. There's no other kids on our street. Like maybe at the very far end of the street, but not the kind of kids you'd play with, you know, hockey, very Canadian thing to play hockey on the street. So when we moved in, we were like, hi, we have a ton of kids. 
uh, because the people who lived here before were such a nightmare and apparently just a high stress point in the neighborhood from a criminal perspective they were like oh my gosh we love you oh you're just sober tax paying normal we're like we're normal oh great we're gonna fit it here and because they're all grandma and grandpas they were so happy to see children on their bikes and running around and i was like i think i found i think i found my like it was just such a godsend because i needed i needed some healing i needed some space so even though it was stressful and i didn't know if we were going to have the house ready in five months because like dead dog in a suitcase horrible the smell in the house you're like did something die in here maybe i was like oh no we brought the kids you know because we're like we bought a house we brought them and then later i was like why did we bring them and show them how horrible it was (laughs) and some of them were they were like mommy daddy we're gonna live here it was it was um like a haunted house oh my goodness i was like what did i i wasn't really thinking that one through you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) as parents we could see the vision like my husband and i met in high school we were in an art class together so we could see what it would be yes. but little kids our oldest was only 11 at the time so they had to really trust that mommy and daddy were not taking them into a scary place so when okay. we moved in I mean, it was beautiful and clean and they were yeah. like wow well done so i thought well that was kind of cool now we had a before and after right you could right. see that sometimes where you start isn't where you finish and right. trust that the grown-ups you know, your grownups love you. And when we say it's going to be okay, like we're not guessing, we're, we're promising. Right. Right. Yeah. I had a, I was like a mixed bag of emotions. It reminded me so much of that movie inside out. Emotions in her head. Yeah. I cry every time. So does my husband every time. Right. Cause she was so sad. She's trying yeah. to be brave and happy, but she had sad and happy all at the same time. And it was yeah. Like, part of life from growing up so yeah I had everything yeah so were your expectations different did you have any like expectations about moving that didn't really happen in reality I expected that we wouldn't have enough help on the day of the move because every single time I'd moved in the past like from rental to rental people flaked on us at the last minute and then I remember the the move prior to this big one I was pregnant with baby number five at that time. And yeah, everybody who said they were going to help completely flaked last minute, even though like we're the kind of people, like when they ask us to help them move, we totally help. We have always, we've always had the big family vans. So we're like, yeah, we'll take out seats from our vehicle and we'll like pay the gas. And we were like, we kind of figured that people would, you know, kind of pay us back. Yeah. So I'd been so disappointed. I remember when I was pregnant with baby number five, like moving furniture with my husband that I probably shouldn't have been for safety mm-hmm. reasons, even though all my pregnancies have been really healthy. Yeah. So I was expecting to be disappointed. And to my surprise, more than enough people showed up. Oh, awesome. I cried. I just went in the bathroom because it was such an emotional day. The kids are at grandma's. We have 24 hours to pull this off. We rented one of those big U-Hauls. Like a yeah. footer. all of our earthly possessions are in it this is it and one of my husband's uncles came over from scotland he like time he's like i'm gonna help you guys with your move oh awesome he flew in from scotland i just 
I just cried. In the, I just had a moment in the bathroom, right? I was like, I'm just going to go blubber in the bathroom for five minutes. <laughs> and get it out. And then I can yeah. come out and be like coordinator extraordinaire, you know, giving directions to, I think we had 15 guys show up. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. So that was a happy story. Yeah. <laughs> that my expectations were surpassed when I was expecting to be weeping for a whole other reason. You know, burning the midnight oil till 4 a.m. or something because we just didn't have the help that we needed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that happens, too. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're doing a local move and we didn't hire any kind of movers because I think that was going to cost multiple thousands just to do this 50-kilometer move. And we were like, we just rent a U-Haul, but then you don't have the manpower, right? And and I can do a lot of boxes, (laughs) but at seven, eight months pregnant, it wasn't wise for me to pick up like furnishings yes yeah stuff and and oh my gosh and you would know this it's unbelievable how much you realize you own when you mm-hmm. move why 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 do i own so much stuff you really yeah. start to see the appeal of minimalism real fast right yes yep the more you move the easier it's to get rid of get rid of all those things how to lift that yeah <laughs> yeah or pack it away and unpack it mm-hmm. yeah totally agree so um how was life after the move like after you got settled in, what what did that look like for you? Well, we lived in a completely different type of neighborhood. The house before was a rental in a, like a low income community where there was like fifty something row houses jammed together in this very small um, corner of a suburb. The suburb I actually grew up in. So we now all of a sudden had a single family home with a lot more space, like roads around us. We're, we're just in a small town. There's like 10,000 people, old brick houses, library, you know, the old post office. It's got a lot of history here. Um, and my kids were getting older. So now keeping them like in eyesight started to become like, I was also hitting a point in my life when I was starting to be like, well, how far do I let the kids go? Do and it's experiencing that first emotional hurdle of giving the kids a little bit more, a little more space, a little more freedom. Yeah. I was I was going through all of that emotional roller coaster of fear and you know these voices are like keep your children in sight keep your children in sight especially cuz the neighborhood we lived in before was pretty rough. Like we would I, find things I'm not even comfortable mentioning at the park in the morning sometimes. We would be like go get a bag. We just dispose of these kind of things. Like we lived in a rough neighborhood. So even though it was like a safer neighborhood, it was big space. And I didn't have a direct line of sight to the backyard, just the way our layout is. And I, right. so if I put the toddlers in the backyard, if anybody left the gate open, and they were always leaving the gate open, mm-hmm. one day the three-year-old got all the way across the street, like 600 feet away, and a neighbor intercepted them. And so like all of my big family fears of losing a child or somebody falling through the cracks because I was like the old woman in the shoe who didn't know what to do. All of them came crashing in. So when my husband got home and the kids were asleep, I just broke down and I was just like sobbing mess. And I was like, I can't live with this kind of stress. I think I just, I don't know what to do. And I'm, I was just making supper and like, Oh, I just started, I got messy. And then he was just like, I know how we can fix this problem. I was like, Oh, he's like, I'm going to put an automatic lock on the gate that springs it back. And I was like, Oh, those exist. He's like, yeah, for sure. handyman, right? Right. So he did. He got this like really tight spring. So if the gate opened, it pulled closed. So nobody could leave the gate open anymore. 
nice I have a logistics problem like a handyman could probably fix that yeah <laughs> so yeah. that took off so much and i very quickly learned a big family trick that i hadn't needed to use before which is buddy systems and we began to take the oldest child match them with the youngest child and be like okay for 20 minutes you just stay right with them you know and then i tested to see if that was safe and appropriate and if it were mm-hmm. really, and it did, and it became part of our big family lifestyle. That now, that's actually how we run our homeschool. Everybody takes a one-hour shift with the littles, so that mommy can just you know do life. Right. But right. At, at first, at the beginning, it was rough waters because I I kind of was still trying to do it all myself, and I wasn't realizing that I could um, incorporate my older children safely and responsibly in helping, like share the load. Yes. Sometimes people are like, oh, big families, the big kids end up raising the little kids. And I, I was like, oh, no, no, like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And I had it all mixed up in my head that asking your older kids for any help was equal to, like, making them raise your children for you. So I had some stuff to work through of my own insecurities and fear of other people's opinions and stuff. So that's what it was like for me once we settled in. I, I was also experiencing just a, I think a phase of life with any family, but particularly I felt it more acutely because we were a big family and a big family who stayed at home and homeschooled. So we're home all the time. And now I totally relax and my kids have gotten much better at ask mommy before you leave the property. Cause before they didn't even have a concept of the property. We were like, our house was so, but now it's like, that line is where the you know they know the property, and they know if they step over it, they're in the house for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So things are things have settled down now, and I feel more relaxed. But at the beginning, I was happy to be out of the, out of the old town and all of what that meant to me. But I was stressing out about how to safely be in a bigger environment. Um, we're also a corner lot, so there's two streets, and I didn't know what traffic was like, and I was just like. It's so much easier to when your children like a little mother head and they're all under you. Yes. Yep. It does come a point when you let them go a little further, right? Mm-hmm. Emotional. Yeah. 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 And and it's also figuring out those boundaries too. And sometimes they don't know them. And as moms, we're not sure where exactly to place them yet. So, yeah. Giving them like controlled opportunities to just sort of see, are you ready for this? And it's okay if you're not, because not everybody's ready. You know, my, my oldest is a girl, and so she's typically a little more responsible, and she's the firstborn, so firstborns tend to have their own firstborn personalities, so so she did really good, but, you know, my, my thirdborn, he completely blanked that he was supposed to be watching somebody, yeah. so I, I had to gauge who could handle what, when, stuff, right. journey, right. so a lot okay. better now. Okay, good. So what advice would you offer someone who's just moved for the first time? Mm, I'd probably say give yourself some grace and some space and just to adjust like and then by grace it's just like I was talking about like there's a mixed bag of emotions just like in the movie Inside Out and you're happy but you're also sad and I think you know when they do like stress tests and you check off these different things major life events like have you experienced um, a death in your family or just or a move a move is right up there with a stressor. So though it might be like a very happy, positive occasion. Um, most people moving can be, you know, an exciting time. It's also stressful. So it's just like giving yourself some space. It's like, if you've just had surgery, you're going to give yourself some time, right? Before you start lifting heavy things. And so maybe before you start getting super busy and taking on very emotional or mental tasks, like just treat it like I've just been through a 
semi-traumatic event. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself some time to heal and to settle and to not just, you know, like I've had all C-sections. And it can be, the doctors always say, give yourself six weeks before you lift anything other than the baby. Because the, the outside will heal pretty quick, like thankfully. But the inside tissues, those take longer. And you don't see it. You don't see it until you've been standing too long and doing too much. And I think there's a good like analogy there for moving that you don't see maybe where that your stress is up here. Yes. Until all of a sudden you're like screaming at the kids or crying in the bathroom because you're like, I'm kind of still stressed out. I thought, oh, once the move is over and we'd unpack, then everything would be fine. But kind of like healing from a massive surgery, give yourself some time and some grace. So that's my best. Yeah. Yeah. I love that too. Because sometimes we don't, we see like hard things as stressful, but sometimes moving because it's a good thing. Sometimes it doesn't right like register as that can be stressful too. I mean, if you just experience loss, right, or gone through um, a very serious illness or a very serious crisis in your family, you'd be so generous with yourself or anyone else. So yeah, moving doesn't always fit in the category, though it does make the list on the stress test list. Yes, yes. Awesome, I love it. So if people who are listening want to reach out to you and connect with you, where can they find you? Well, I'm online a little bit here, a little bit there. I'm on Facebook and I have my own private group called Big Family Moms over from struggling to growing in grace. So you just if you just typed in big family moms, that would bring it right up. And you'd see my pretty face and there I am. And you, we'll be including some links afterwards for the writing. But what else? I got my own website, terraleehills.com. And I'm on Instagram. And just last night, this is totally new. I just opened a TikTok account, which makes me laugh. Because I used to think TikTok was just for like millennials. <laughs> but there are a lot of moms on TikTok too. So looking forward to connecting with other moms in that space. So yeah, and I've got some fun stuff I've been doing and working on. I've just released a book that hit number one last week called Mom of Many, Embracing the Blessing of Children. It's my own little bit of my life journey of going from super terrified to have any kids to the irony of having many kids and just God's grace in my life to embrace all of what it means to be a big family. Um, and I'm also going to share with you a free gift, a little thank you for anyone who caught this interview. It is my free guide to three tips on being a calm mom. So whether you're moving or just going through life and you find yourself yelling at the kids or just stressing out way too much and you're like, what's happening to me? I've got three tips as a big family mom that'll help any mom just, you know, be more calm and be the mom that you really want to be. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you for chatting with me. This has been such a fun time. Thank you so much for having me, Keisha. I'm so glad we could do this.